Right, guest episode time. Distant podders. Hello. 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 Hope you're keeping well. Hey, what's happening? Is that your regular, your default hello? I do quite like an oyo. Tell you what's a nice feeling. Uh, Being clapped into a pub. Okay. that. Yeah, of course When... You know, you two on there. Matt Ford used to <laughs> is, used to clap me into the pub. Did he? And I yeah. would go, "Oi, hey, if I went for a drink of forty. Nice. He clap you. What? No one else. If he was there first, that? as I walked in, he would just really. I used to put such a spring in my step. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Lovely. No, I've never that's been clapped nice. into a pub. No. Oh, I'll do it next. Next. Yeah. If we can engineer this. I'm yeah. two minutes early. I'll find a seat. Clap you oh, in. Thank you. Oh, nice. Good. That makes me feel great. Obviously, happens to Mike all the time. Yeah, everywhere you go. Here he is. Just, just the pubs that I've arranged to meet all the punters in. Oh, yeah. Either on a stand-up oh, tour. Yes, of course. Actually getting or, your crowd to applaud you in. Yeah. I don't no. insist on it, but it is a nice touch. <laughs> <laughs> What's your hello, then? Me? Hiya. Oi, oi. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's that. It's usually just, all right, boy. Nice. Well, understated and then build. All right, but yeah, build it. I always yeah. start low, work my way up. That's nice. Yeah. You don't want to come in all guns blazing, do you? I don't know. I don't no. know. I've never been an all guns blazing kind of person. <laughs> no. I'm very much a some guns blazing guy. I like to leave all guns blazing. I've got a gun, but I don't know where it is. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's unused. Yeah. yeah. It's not what I thought it was. <laughs> passport. <laughs> I'm actually, you will find this hard to believe, but when I'm in company in the pub, yes, I do like to share an anecdote and, and cold call in my turn. Yes. But I'm a good listener. I think as, without being too disparaging of my father who I love, yeah. there's a difference in being someone quite happy to share an anecdote. Okay. And being someone quite happy to just share your anecdotes all night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there is a difference there. Yeah. Which is fine. That's, that's different people, isn't it? But um, yeah, it's a bit... I, I, I like to think I'm a good listener. Yeah. I'm trying to improve my listening, actually. You? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because it's, it's like it's, you hear, you hear you it say? as a... <laughs> you, anyway. It's a, it's a, it's a very yeah, nice I know, compliment. Just a nice one. Yeah. Oh, you, sorry, I thought you finished. I thought you finished. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Glazed over. <laughs> just say nice one. Nice one. <laughs> at the end of <laughs> what they've said. At the end, it doesn't matter what you've said. Just and, go, uh, nice one. Yeah, see I, I just realised we'd... We'd reach the end of the road and she left me. Yeah, nice, nice one. Nice one. Nice one. Yeah. Nice one. Right, my round. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you about my day. Al's missus coming down. Nice <laughs> 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 one. Nice one. I'm going to do that to the boys. We're off Saturday for the rugby. I'm going to do that in the pub. Yeah. yeah. They won't know that I've, that I've, I've planned to go in there. Just go, nice one. Right, they talk to me. Especially when it gets really deep. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And then they're, they're laying a lot of us off, actually. So, yeah. Nice one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice one. They're hoping the chemotherapy will clear them. Nice one. Um, <laughs> right, so. Was it three cards? <laughs> I can't wait. A little, little all day. Is it? Been a oh, while. Yeah. Been a while. Be. You going to pace yourself or pints of wine from the start? No, I'm not going to go mad. I'm going oh. to train in the day. So yeah. I'm going to Oh, so you're dehydrated as fuck. <laughs> good yeah. start. And then absolutely hammered after half a pint. <laughs> yeah. Headache. I go three cans on the way to the pub while I'm walking. Then a pint of Morocco. Lovely. A pint of vitamin C. Oh, you'll be scared shitless, though, on your first piss then, though. That's fine. You'll, you'll think you're dehydrated as fuck. I've expected it. Okay. That'd be that good. sound like a nice day out. Back to the bar then for a bit of a lame page, a bit of a sing-song. 
So, this is one of our guest episodes this week. Another so, treat, Steph. The, do you know what? Like like we said when we did the Sam Warburton one, there was a decision. We thought, okay, let's do some guest episodes because it'd be nice to do something a little bit different sometimes. But they've got to be people that we like and they've got to be people whose work that we like. Yeah. Because otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. And people who've listened as well because otherwise, what's the point? So, this episode is with Kate Mason, TV presenter, does the Football Ramble podcast, just signed up to do stuff with Discovery Plus and Eurosport, doing their downhill mountain biking coverage. But more importantly, is a laugh. Oh, yeah. Great Fantastic. Fun. Great fun. That would be a great day out. Well, she, she mentioned in, in the interview, obviously you'll get to it in a second, but like a, a day of the cricket with her friends. Yes. I imagine a day of the cricket with Kate Mason would be a great day out. Yes. She is a right laugh. Because oddly, I don't think we'd met, even though we've done lots of the same stuff. We yeah. So I've done some, a couple of things for the Rumble and Guardian Football Weekly, which she's done as well. But I've never done it at the same time as her. So that was the first time I actually had met her. Yeah. And uh, But, you know, like you, Steph, followed her work for a long time. She is such good fun. That was yeah. such a laugh. I thoroughly enjoyed that conversation. Mm. Mm. So... If you are listening on the free feed, the advertising-filled feed, you'll get it in two parts. So this is Wednesday's episode. Hi. The rest of the interview, technically, is on Friday. But when I say the rest of the interview, what I'm not including in there is the half-hour extra that our good friends who pay money get. Just give the round dodgers an hour, and then that's, then that's the pretty Patriots much can, get, can get 45 minutes extra. Did you just call them the Patriots? <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> but through believers. Yeah. And get the half hour extra. Yeah. Mappers, mate. <laughs> no, that's wrong, isn't it? What, what is it? they be? Make distant Mappers. pod great again. Yeah. The, can't really do oh, it. this is like our original Twitter handle. So it is. Yeah, I'll, leave that to <laughs> I'll do it. I'll base our marketing entirely around that idea. <laughs> and it'll be fine. Why is no one listening to this fucking podcast? Easy to find, isn't it? It's just M. B D underscore G fine, hyphen fine. A dot com. Fine. It'll be it'll be good. We'll just tag people in, it'll be fine. They'll love it. <laughs> um, so this is part one of it, unless you are a Patreon and a Spotify extra, in which case enjoy the full whack right now. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm obsessed with Welsh accents. Have we got the show for you? <laughs> you are, you are oh, going to yeah. be so happy today. Oh, yeah. what? <laughs> Unless you're Swansea, if you wouldn't mind, please. Yeah. Kate fucking Mason <laughs> off the ramble and plenty of other shows which I thoroughly enjoyed over the years, fighting talk, for example. <laughs> and here she is, live. See, that's as good as the intros we're going to do. What I mean? That works. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm having that. That stays. That's staying in. That's staying in. That's how we started. We'll go from there. Your name came up in conversation with Colin Murray on Saturday, Kate, because you were the first member of Fighting Talk staff to come oh. back and win. There we go. Because there was a oh. new intern, and Colin oh. said... They're going to replace you at some point. Uh, yeah. Seriously, you've been gone for a while. Well, Colin said Kate Mason started doing this yeah. job. 
And then she came back as a panelist and she won. So it can oh, be done. Do you think the intern was inspired or was well, just like... I was going to say pressure. What is this yeah, show? well, she, she just looked really <laughs> intense. She was like, I can do this. Like... I think I've got this in me. Well, she likes to lose fighting talk. I've never, I've never lost it. Uh, are you joking? You've never lost an episode. No, I've only done three. I think I've won twice. Haven't I? Shut up. I did, I did lose once. I was robbed. I was robbed by Pat Nevin. I have never not got to defend the indefensible. Interesting. But I used to be, I used to be terrible at defending the indefensible. Yeah. And I, I got coached. What? Because I was always winning on points. Who, 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 who coached who you? Who coached Bunty? you? Yeah. My cold the producer oh, took Mike. me to one side and said, "You've got to attack this L." You're just like John Bishop. Really? He was the same. He'd always win the points. He'd always win yeah. the game. And then you get to the to, to the defend Ooh. and you would... It's fighting all rigged. Hang on. What? It's what? not rigged. What? I was just given some advice. I've never been given any advice. Well, you didn't need it. Well, did I you? don't know. Uh -huh. The thing is, Pat, what Colin started doing recently is when he can't be asked to pick somebody to be in the defending yes. the defender for, he gives That's it the to the person who's ahead, right? So then yeah. they got to pick who they want to go up against. So I feel like people consider me a fearsome opposition, and that's why mm. I keep not getting to the final round. Uh, I had to basically slag out Wales. Did you ever do it against John Rawls? No. no. He was an absolute machine <laughs> defending defensible. It was terrifying. Who would your favourites be? <laughs> if you could have a panel now, who would you have on? Not You're not allowed to have the ones in the room now, because that's just... She wouldn't anyway, to be fair. So. No, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who would you have, Al? I think Ivo Graham is excellent at Fight and Talk. Ivo was great the other week, yeah. Very funny. Yeah. He's he very good replacing you the other day on Five Lives, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope you enjoyed your holiday in Portugal. That's fine. Yes, he was, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's one of those. <laughs> to be honest, he, he has strengths and skills that That's I don't have. Who's the fellow that Graham Norton uh, filled in for when he was away? Remember? No, no. Uh... Over in Ireland, Graham Norton filled in for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And they ended up both getting nominated for like Irish TV personality of the year. And Norton won it and the bloke was having a job. <laughs> Uh, no pressure, huh? No, it's fine. It's fine. Ouch. But, oh, but you, you take more good. holidays, mate. It's fine. He was very good. And he's and got his yeah. chemistry. He's, all, he's older Tony in it. Ivo as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ivo is, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've, you've hit a glass ceiling now because, you, because you're because scummy Welsh working class roots. You're not going to get any higher than you are now. Yeah. One day no. we can radio five. That's you. That's you, done. <laughs> that's me now forever. Glass yeah. ceiling, mate. Bang. You've hit it. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas Ivo, you'd be I... whining and dining with <laughs> Director Don't General, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. old friends. Well, of course yeah. they are. Him and Davey, they're all yeah. pals. Like from back in the old days. It is called, it is called fagging, isn't it? When you fagging, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yes, yes. Toasting yes, their, their crumpets yeah. and stuff. I'm not sure if they... Do they still do that? I'm not sure they still warm the toilet Toast seats. crumpets? Yeah. No, but like, that's... Fagging. Fagging and you, you, all that. You, I mean, that's a bit 1960s, isn't it? 1960s? I, know, 19, I was going to say... I was going to say 1880s, but well done, now. We'll come 1960s. No, no, but I think... That was Carmarthen, okay. Well, that's a bit 90s, isn't it? Slavery? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> I think it was still happening in the 60s. I've, I've read right. people's autobiographies. Yeah, not, not the way it used to happen, though. I think the deal is about all of those schools is that it's all blokes being like, oh, I put up with it, didn't I? Yeah, so yeah. why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't you get it? So I reckon if it was still going much beyond the 60s, that wouldn't be too much of a surprise to me. Yeah, we yeah. should ask Ivo. You should get him on. He doesn't like to talk know. about it. <laughs> still scarred. <laughs> Yeah. God. I'm, tr I'm trying to think of I'm trying to search uh, on fagging and eating I don't think it's a great idea oh god no it's not my best it's not my best Google win. search that's going to end badly are you using incognito mode oh yeah I've got, I've got, I've got I think uh, you probably yeah. should it's always yeah. on anyway no? yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely <laughs> Adam Buxton refers to as the wanky window he's on his yeah. I was just looking for an engagement ring for my wife so I need <laughs> I need an incognito <laughs> 
Yes. Ellie Aldroyd. That was going to be my pick. Also, Good I suck book. up to her all the time because I love her so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pat Nevin? I pick, uh, Nevin oh, is great. Yeah. Osman. Richard Osman's very good, yeah, in fairness. Mm, too um, tall. He is very tall. It's not a huge thing on radio, though, is it, generally? I don't know. It's intimidating. No, he's squeezed. He's, yeah, he's average height on radio, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Aldroyd. I always, I sort of crumble whenever I meet Aldroyd because I've just got such, such respect for her. I instantly just... Sound like Alison Moyet. And then say things, say things I don't mean. I go weak. <laughs> weak in the presence of Aldroyd. Do you? <laughs> there's, someone else, there's someone else I do that with. Johnny Marr, famous. What, what, what have you said to Ellie? The last time I saw her, we got pissed, really pissed at the cricket. Yeah. Oh. And, That's what John um, Robbins did as well. He brought her a bottle of champagne. Again, we yes. all just fell apart. Kate, how good is getting pissed at cricket anyway? Yeah, generally amazing. But with Ellie Aldroyd yeah. there, it's like you're a bit sort of confused about what's happened in your life because you're like, wow, I'm sort of yeah. here with someone quite serious <laughs> and we're all drunk and I keep ranting and it's very embarrassing. Yeah. And they got kicked out. Oh, you got kicked out of the cricket with Ellie? Yeah, oh, <laughs> just fair, remember, right. we went to watch some very... It takes a bit of doing that. Very relaxed... Uh, I should have county... four points with his knob out when he didn't get kicked out. <laughs> But the thing, but the thing is, Mike, there was nobody there because we were, it was like the third day of a county cricket game. Oh, okay. the oh fair play. Yeah. And so we were just drunk, like in the middle of a stand, and I got lost cool. on the way out. So I lost Ellie, and I think Vish, one of the other guys at the Ramble, was there as yeah. well. And they lost me, and I didn't know my way around. I was sort of just standing in one of the very posh bits, just hoping someone would rescue me. Oh. You know, like when you're a kid and you go to the supermarket, yeah. And then your mum's you like, a policeman. Yeah, or just stay where you are. In Lords, ask Ivor Graham. Yeah. <laughs> if you lose me just stay and wait and I'll come and find you and so I sort of took that approach and <laughs> just standing you know, in a county championship ground waiting yeah. for a one day to happen and there'd be more people Yeah. when's the T20 on? Well, what do you know Ellie Aldroyd found me she found me luckily oh. just as the security guard was like and what are you doing here there's a young lady called kate mason <laughs> kate mason she can't speak properly she's over <laughs> she's underneath the press box <laughs> <laughs> anyway championship yeah. cricket's wicked though for getting pissed oh yeah any okay. cricket yeah yeah cricket's yeah. brilliant for that but no one else there like you say there'd be you some terminally unemployed people Thank, yeah. God, thank God he's unemployed. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about it. That's all you're going to find yeah. in the championship ground. Yeah. yeah. And a retired person who's oh, yes. in their best life. Yes, oh, that's, that's the way to do it, man. If I was... Yeah. I'd do that. I yeah. love that. You see him, they'll be there at Savoy Gardens on, on, on a county championship game. Floppy hat. Mm-hmm. Nice pair of granddad sunglasses on. Mm. Reading a newspaper. Linen shirt, newspaper. Often not drink. even watching the game. Yeah. You can't is... watch the game, Ellie. I'll have an earpiece in, no. like an old-fashioned earpiece with the radio. With oh, the yeah, yeah. Earpiece. I thought you said earpiece. An old-fashioned earpiece. I did say earpiece first. Okay. First twice. And I realised okay. it was wrong the third time. That's fine. It's okay. We saw a teacher called Mr. Garland. Right. Who was a history teacher. He passed away now, so I can say this. Okay, good. Uh, good, uh, maybe. Loved his <laughs> maybe cricket. Well, no, I mean, it was nothing, no. the, nothing bad. You can't libel the dead, can you? No, exactly. That's what I wouldn't want to, Kate, because he was a lovely man. teacher. I can make something up, but it'd be, <laughs> be really mean. Yeah, awful man. Was he? No. He uh, used to come into lessons, history lessons, with his earpiece in. Right. His little transistor radio. Whenever there was a test match on or county game. Oh, good lad. Yeah, and he just said, "Come with your work, lads." This is the cricket. Just sat in the front. Yeah. Oh. 
Mr. May would come in smoking a pipe. How did he do in your history or level? Awful. I failed him miserably, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he doesn't know about Rodney Ontong's bowling stats. Oh, levels, not that old. It was a GCSE, if you don't mind. Did you do GCSEs? Did I do GCSEs? Wow. You did GCSEs? Genuine, I thought you did O levels. I thought they were quite recent invention, weren't they? Invention. Three on one, is it? It changed in about 88, the, the GCSE to o, o level to GCSE. Yesterday, Sam Warburton called me a fat alcoholic, 50 year old. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, you're 51, aren't you? I mean, Sam was bang on, to be fair, but that, I, no, I did the uh, first year GCSE. Okay. So it was a no win okay. situation because everyone said they were easier than O levels. Yeah. Yeah. So I did quite well, but everyone, but no one took it. No one took it seriously. What what we do on this podcast, mm. Kit, it's a yes. bit like a sort of slightly meaner queer eye for the straight guy. <laughs> we're dismantling Mike and rebuilding him in our image. <laughs> so we got yeah. British Lions captain and Grand Slam winner Sam Warburton to just re- really, really criticise. Oh yeah, two hours of it. Um, oh so yeah, it was good. Good. What look are you going to end up with, Mike? What, look, what, yeah. yeah. This is good as it gets, Kate, I think. Uh, yeah. Oh. Well, I, what I've done today, because I took a bit of sick yesterday, I've, I've mascarad my sideburns and my moustache. They were too black for the first year. Yes. Do you know why? Because I didn't, I didn't want to make, I don't want to go too nuts with the, with the, like today I'm wearing a golf shirt and a yeah. fitted mascara. That's nice. Yeah. Whereas yesterday I wore a nice tailored shirt. That was lovely. Lots, and lots of mascara. Yeah. And Sam immediately, a, within seconds, called you out on it. Well, yeah. <laughs> because how I'm, black is your moustache? But because I'm a heterosexual, happily married man. Yeah. I always feel much more comfortable dressing up and making an effort in front of a man than I would with a, with a woman. Well, in case I'm too impressed. Like, in case you the vibe I'm and getting then, from this. Exactly. I don't, I don't and then off, we have to immediately have podcast. an affair. Exactly, <laughs> Exactly <laughs> that. That's happened. There's nothing the pair of us can do about it. Podcast. Too sexy. You see, if I was a happily married homosexual man, yes. then yesterday Sam would have got the golf shirt and a bit of mascara. Right. Oh, okay. You get in the full Tom Selleck excuse me. That's interesting. Yeah. I like that. That's an interesting approach to life. Yeah. yeah. Make less of an effort because you're too handsome. Well, I think either way, I think you look great. Exactly. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Thank you. Can mm. I ask about moustaches? Because I've long wondered how, how it comes to be mm. that one adopts that as one's facial hair. Do you know what? Was there a turning point? I've got a theory about this, Kate. Oh, okay. There is a turning point about this. Well, mm. I, I'll, right, you, you come to the right place with this conversation. So. <laughs> I wanted a moustache for years. Burt Reynolds over my shoulder then, I'm sure, I'm sure you can see Burt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Huge, huge Burt Reynolds fan. Loved Tom Selleck, loved, always loved a moustache, right? Right. Couldn't grow one because I thought, I could grow it. I started shaving at 11 years of age. Very, very. Oh, fucking hell. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm raging bald of testosterone. You know that. We have one woman on the podcast and fuck me. You sound like like an East German gymnastic. Yeah. <laughs> Take your vitamins. Yeah, weird. So I did start shaving at a young age. Year 11, well, the final year of primary yeah. school. With your Phillips shave. No, just a wet shave. Uh. Oh, wet shave. <laughs> wet shave at 11, obviously. I'm in full- and then I, I grew my moustache. We had a we had a trip over to France playing some veterans rugby. No, tell me the first one was my stag night. At 11? <laughs> <laughs> you play veterans yeah, rugby at yeah. 11? Well, they were under 17. Okay. Oh, for you, fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> Have you got a portrait in the attic that gets, what, more beautiful? <laughs> I've got one. No, I've got the other more ugly? <laughs> uh, I, I, I could show you. I'm going to show you. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. 
I did get the literary reference, by the way. And I was like, an XP teacher, but I, I did read. <laughs> you, yeah. Oh, that's that's when I know a joke's landed. Someone has to point out that they can't get it. They just don't yeah, deserve, yeah. you just don't deserve anything. I, I got it. I got it. I didn't find it funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I understood it, Kate. I understood the joke. I enjoyed it. That was that was very clever. I just want to say, you're not very funny. <laughs> just say, I understood it perfectly well. That, that was clever. I always wanted a moustache. Grew one for my stag night for a for like sort of fancy dress thing, which I know Elle loves fancy dress. Mm. Shaved it off. Reef quite fancied it though at the time. My wife hated mm. it. And then I grew it for a what was I doing? Oh, it was a thing I did. I can't remember what it was now. But like it was it was another trip it was another trip away. I grew the mustache. I said, I really like this mustache. I think I'm gonna keep it. And I kept it for a bit. And then I got a I got a part I was doing. I kept the mustache for that. I did a big advert which made me, you know, pay for my extension. But that was with the mustache. So I couldn't afford to uh, lose the mustache. So I kept the mustache for that. Then I shaved it off after the advert. Oh, are you the opera guy? For fuck's the- sake. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Kate. Kate. Kate, thank you so much. That's like me saying to you fucking Bella Emberg. <laughs> <laughs> Win Evans. The opera That's- guy, Win Evans. Do you mean the 26 stone fucking clinically obese bald opera guy? Just to, just to clarify, yeah? Rich though, isn't he? He's not anymore because his wife <laughs> rinsed him from the divorce. Thank you very much. He's <laughs> from my hometown. Am I fucking Win Evans? Not even that. Are you the opera guy? And I knew you meant. I knew yeah, you meant. Yeah. 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 Gio, Gio Compario. Gio Compario. Yeah. It was on. either Gio Compario or fucking Pavarotti, and neither's good. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. What am I doing here? Oh, that's, that's cheered me up so much. <laughs> opera guy. I didn't make that sort oh. of cash. I made decent cash, you know. Yeah. I mean, Win made, the opera guy made house money. I just made extension money. Oh, yeah. So I shaved yeah. it off. And then our friend Charlie Baker, that you all know, Kate, I'm sure. Mm, yeah, yeah. I said, I really miss the moustache, Charlie. He said, well, grow it back then. I said, no, yeah, but I'm not going to get jobs if I get a moustache. He said, well, you might get more work with a moustache. I don't know. It might be a thing, you know, if you really like the moustache. So I got, I got old cars. I got old Cortinas and Capris. and I live a quite a 70s life. The moustache just fits. And the wife's slowly grown. But I've now reached the point I talked about in my... It, of like moustache, no return. That's the first time you've ever used the phrase "the wife." <laughs> well, the, why? I was talking seventies, and suddenly came out the wife. Brilliant. Yeah, the wife. Her indoors. Her indoors said to me, <laughs> "The other half." She's come round to it now. The missus, the ball and chain. Yeah, she's a lovely bird. Yeah. She's ball a lovely bird. I haven't heard ball and chain. The ball and chain. That's brilliant. <laughs> the old trouble and strife said to me, "If you want to." <laughs> Yes. And how did you go? Sorry, one last point. We don't have to do only that's massages fine. on this one. We can. How did you decide to go handlebar as opposed self, to sell insurance? Yeah, just sort of Hitler or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. What's the, the Hitler? What's the other one? <laughs> Hitler. Go to the. That's just a normal massage, isn't it? Just straight. Yeah. Like, well, nineteen eighties Ebu Vale is how I would describe right. it. This well, it's a slight. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a slight zapata, isn't it? Like a slight sort of pancho. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Not your quite own Mexican thing. villain. I look like a 90s car thief when I grow myself, <laughs> actually. Really? So I just can't. Well, I can, but I wouldn't. You don't look like a clinically obese opera singer, though, to be fair to you. What, 17-year-old car thief? Well, that's <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> no. It's good. It's good. I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind yeah. if he was, like, fat and handsome. Do you know what I mean? But he's got a lovely voice, man. I've got a lovely voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Alf. That's the first nice thing you've said to me in the last 48 <laughs> 20, 20 minutes, 34 seconds. I have got a lovely voice. Yeah. I don't try too hard. No? No. Would you shave your head then if you found that it was going? 
Oh, so, so right, so, oh, so they, for whatever hell, reason, God. they can't Eight. use Win again for the adverts, all right? <laughs> yeah. They're not allowed to use him, or yeah. I don't want anything bad to happen to Win. No, no, absolutely not. I know he's a nice man, but I, I know. <laughs> Ooh, that's stretching that um, nice. Yeah. So you, um, do you actually know him? So you? Oh my god! Because I know him. Yeah, yeah. We live in Wales. Don't we? we all know him. It's Wales kid. Yeah, we all know him. He lives like he lives like half a mile from my house. Okay. Yeah. Name a Welsh person, and one of us will ha- name any Welsh person. One of us. Yeah. Go on. Name a Welsh person, and we'll. we'll no, yeah, I'm not we'll playing this us. because I, I know what's happening here. You're leading me into this like cul-de-sac. No, right. I end up sounding honestly, like some sort of English person who, and you're going to clip insane. it up, and you're going to be like, yes. oh, this English bird, no, 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 no. we invited on the pod. Earth. You're such a journalist. <laughs> I can't believe you thought that. Not only have I, I've acted with Win Evans. I've done the acting him off the screen, by the way. But that's another. That's He's another. from my hometown. So his, yeah. like, my mother knows his parents. Yeah. What the hell? The Lyric Theatre, yeah, in Kamala. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, oh, his mother. His mum. His, his mother was brown owl for my yeah. sisters. Stop it. So his mother, yeah. t- Liz Lyric. We moved yeah. house yeah. last August. They've made a film about Liz Lyric. Yeah, so she she got the premiere of Park. Jurassic Park Correct. at... The Lyric Theatre in Carmarthen. She got hold of. She wrote she a Spielberg. Of a film. Spielberg's fax number, personal yes. fax number. Liz Lyric did. Wins mum and faxed him and said, "If you don't allow me to show Jurassic Park at the Lyric Theatre in Carmarthen, <laughs> there'll be riots in the streets." And he replied, "Fine, you can have it." So premier, premier yeah, at, at the in Leicester Square, and then the other premier in Carmarthen on the same night, yeah. and all the amazing. staff dressed as dinosaurs. <laughs> and we moved house in last August. I went to my, we had no kitchener at the time because I I'd, uh, disconnected the gas supply to build a pub. So I went to the local fish and chip shop and the fella said to me, you know Win Evans. He didn't say I was Win Evans, Kate. He said, you know Win Evans. <laughs> so I do. Yeah. And he went, you're not paying for it. Well, because you know Win Evans. And, and, and any friend of Wins is a friend of mine and he wouldn't let me pay for fish and chips. Wow. Oh, wow. That yeah. was lovely. Nice, that. This is yet more evidence of why I I do actually, I'm not just sucking up to you, but I do mm. I do want to be Welsh. Like, I, well, if you want to be Welsh, it's a state of mind, Kate, you're in. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's a state of mind. I have this so, terrible habit I, where when I'm talking to people with accents different to my own, I... You put them on. I do, yeah. You did it to Giroud. Oh, my God. How do you know about that? What? I remember listening to that oh episode of the Rumble. Oh, my God. Well, so go on, go on. No, no, I can't, because he's not here, unless you've got him. No, no, no. He's the other guest. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, he's no. waiting at the lobby. I haven't let him in yet. That would be incredible. And yeah. Eddie Butler. Eddie Butler used to... Um, yeah. Because he spoke French fluently, didn't Joey he? Joey Barton as well, obviously. But yeah. Oh, God. Arsenal and Manchester United. <laughs> but it's, not, it's quite embarrassing. But anyway, going back to being Welsh. Yeah, mm, I love I the idea... I think I love the idea of like being from somewhere quite. Oh, now I'm gonna just. Oh wow! Across as a t- quite little and beautiful, and with people yeah. who can have lovely voices and can sing and. Oh, that's I don't know. Also, the obviously the football thing is so nice. Well, the, so the, far we know you like sport. Yeah. You love going on the piss. Yeah. And you like taking the mickey out of people, so you're basically yeah, in anyway. Yeah. Oh, amazing! Yeah. Can yeah. I get some sort of certificate before we finish? Yeah, yeah. Do something. Are you trying to play international sport for us? Just out of interest, because we got in trouble like this. That's a great in, idea. In, in the 90s with some of our rugby players. Grandparents. Who, who yeah. were about as qualified yeah. as you are. I mean, Vinnie Jones played football for Wales incredibly. Yes. Shane He's Howarth. Captain, Shane Howarth had no... He captained, yeah. yeah. Oh, Shane Howarth played rugby for us and genuinely wasn't qualified in any way, shape or form. Because he said his, he said his name was, he said his name from uh, Wales, but she was from Derby. <laughs> <laughs> he said his nan had had it off with someone from Wales. And that's... Is that how, right? Either, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Well, as in, and he could be a bastard or whatever. Yeah, his, his yeah. mum or dad were therefore illegitimate, but Welsh. Yeah, I'm not sure they use the word bastard these days, Kate, but... <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> not just the 80s, is it? Yeah. <laughs> A bastard child. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah, that was Shane. How- Shane Howard's basic He'd- qualification for Wales was that his nan put it about a bit. Yeah, and therefore wow. his granddad might have been Welsh. Guys, okay, this might be completely wrong. Oh, go on. Did your your nan? No, no, no. no. Isn't isn't Howarth in Welsh? Mm. Isn't it? Doesn't it mean easy? Is that right? Oh, you're so close. Oh, go on. Howarth. Oh, well done, Kate. <laughs> so close. That's good. You you're definitely in now. How do you know the word for easy in Welsh? <laughs> well, well, obvious reasons, I don't know. She's more Welsh than we think. <laughs> I can probably tell you where you're from. <laughs> <laughs> That's impressive, though. Right, should we do some clips? That's, yes. Yeah. They're right. great clips, by the way. Fair yes. Yeah. So well done Brilliant on clips. picking some good ones this week. Kate, I reckon you should go first as you're the guest. Thank you. You choose out of your selection which one you want to go with first. It's quite mm. mainstream, this, guys. I think you all, all have already seen it. But I just thought it was incredibly funny. The, um, oh, well, maybe that maybe that's bad. I don't know. It's the clip of the protester at the crucible oh, jumping so onto the table and spraying it with like orange powder, wasn't it? And mm, but yeah. but it's the BBC clip of it specifically that's just so funny because he the, it's snooker, right? So mm. the commentary style is very uh, measured and slow and slow <laughs> build, and he's like. Oh, yeah. this is terrible. This is the worst thing I've ever seen in 25 years of commentary. And, uh, yeah, it just struck me as slightly disproportionate. Well, I don't quite know what that was for. to enjoy the snooker. I've never seen anything like this in 25 years of watching or working on the Crucible Theatre snooker. And we will now have a significant delay. Joe Perry and Rob Milkins managing to see the funny side. A packed arena on a wonderful night at an event that is always played in the greatest of spirits. So much history, so much prestige and so much nostalgia. But we will have a huge delay here. John Parrott, I am just about speechless. I I can't actually believe what I've just seen. I actually cannot believe it. This is gonna be a massive disruption. And well, honestly, what are people doing these days? <laughs> it should be like, if that had been whispering Ted Lowe. Yes. Oh yes. Oh, and he's yes. <laughs> but it also then goes out to the screen, the the, the like studio, and they got Stephen mm. Hendry on there, and he can, you can tell he's just like, I'm really not equipped to be doing this. No. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Stephen Hendry does not want to be talking about climate change no. on the hoof. No, no, no. A little bit of talk. Some notes the night before, yeah. maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Stephen Four Hendry, was, his 
prep as a player was so meticulous. Mm. I'm sure if they'd given him two days, he'd have had all the arguments. Oh, yeah. But he just (laughs) wanted to talk about snooker. And suddenly he's in a position where he has to improvise. And he's like, like, you can't. I mean, you just can't. Well, the commentator then in studio says, uh, making history. uh, Maybe not the right sort of history, though. It's bad history. Yeah. We're making bad history here at the Crucible. <laughs> they're all shitting themselves. It's like when you went out to sing at the Millennium Stadium. It's like they're all obviously shitting themselves at this point. And then fundamentally, the pictures are just a snooker table with a bit of orange stuff on it. Like, it's just so yeah. disproportionately undramatic. And you're yes. like, I can't look away. And it's a snooker audience. Mm. Can you imagine that happening? Something similar happening at football. But, You'd have people on the pitch, mm. and but you just got a lot of people going, "Get him off <laughs> the table! Get him off! He's an idiot!" But you can hear prick as soon as he runs out. Yeah. 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 Prick! Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's great. Someone yeah. set in the crucible, and yeah. their first yeah. go-to word for anything that's not snooker is prick. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. also, they're not usually allowed to shout out. Oh, they're loving it now. Uh, so they're like, "Oh, wanker! Wanker! I, yeah, wanker, I think the wanker. rules." Yeah. <laughs> what the fucking hell is that? What the fucking hell is that? You just feel like they're really enjoying it, don't you? I, I do. Well, do you know what? These, uh, um, here we go. This is this could be the last podcast I ever make. All right. Okay, good. Mike loves oil. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I'm into? Oil. Well, do you know what? I do love oil. It is hard to stop it because it doesn't mix into stuff. Well, good but I've got, I've got, I like old cars. So I've got, I've got, I've got, a, I've got a couple of old cars. Mm. I've got a motorcycle. And people think that that is oil, right? But oil oil's everything for a start, isn't it? It's plastic, it's bloody energy, it's it's you know, without any oil, we're we're in the stone ages, as simple as that, right? <coughs> there, there are alternatives, obviously, which we're working towards. But if we yeah. stop oil today, we'd be fine. Yes. But that okay. is that is that's just but you would be. You've got four fucking cars. <laughs> Five, I got around the place. Five sorry. And a study bed. And, and a study, study bed, yes. which is manual to be fair. <laughs> would that be all right? I mean you need it for the joints sometimes, I would have thought. Well, it's like like a like an old fashioned Car window. Jesus yes. Christ, no. So, how is it? What's it powered by? Mike. It's powered by gravity. It's Mike powered. <laughs> gravity is fucking best thing in the world, isn't it? One of the oldest forms of fuel in the world. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> best forms of fuel, actually. <laughs> the ultimate renewable energy, gravity. <laughs> I take the pin out and it drops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Same thing that powered Felix Baumgartner. <laughs> uh. On the way down, anyway. Yeah, I'll be absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Uh, but some Burke online, right? I'm not going to name any names, was like, compared this to the suffragette movement. Okay. I thought, I have a word, you know. Right. For, for start, the suffragettes, like, starved themselves to death and threw themselves in front of the king's horse and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Robert Milkins. Considerably braver than... Pinging than, a brown at your head. Or in some flower over your head at the crucible, right? So don't don't compare it to people that have actually done stuff. Yeah, but like, if you look at the suffragettes or Tiananmen, I love Tiananmen Square. Or Tiananmen Tian- Square, Square, right? Yeah, if you've got a problem right. with, yeah. with, a, with an authoritarian Chinese one-party regime, oh, sorry, right, yeah, then go and protest doing their big, big deal in front of a tank, right? If you've got a problem with the king and the way the things, and you, and, and you want suffrage for women, then go and chuck yourself in front of the king's horse, right? So, but fucking hell, if you've got a problem with oil, yes, jumping on the table of the crucible is fucking daft. <laughs> So, so my problem with it is not that. My problem with it is going, who sat there and gone first session? Yeah. First round? Yeah, let's fucking do it then. Yeah. Come on, guys. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I'm the final. Semi-final. 
bit of jeopardy. If you can get a ticket, they lack the courage of their convictions. These guys. That's what we're saying. Oh, they do. Someone said it's brave. I said it's brave. Go and do it in Saudi. That's where they make the oil, right? Go to to Saudi and do it and see how you get on. (laughs) Give that a go. Wait for the Saudi masters, then jump on a table there and see what happens. The Saudi Open. I think though they oppose. Oh, here we go. Here comes BBC Balance, everybody. They oppose the granting of new fossil fuel. Licensing and production agreements. Yes, I know the opposal, and, and I know the raising awareness. But let Ellis keep his main income. I think you still be able to drive your car. What they don't want right. is the, the granting of new fossil fuel licensing and production agreements. Right. Okay. So why do they target? So what they've done here, all right? And the group demands investments oh, in renewable energy, and that buildings have better thermal insulation to avoid waste. Well, <laughs> right. Let's think of a sport. Okay, we all love sport. Yes. Let's think of a sport that's got almost no environmental impact compared to other sports, right? Snooker, okay. right? It, so you've got snooker. It would have to be stuff that nobody watches, though. Presumably they'd have the most the no, but look at, environmental it, impact. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. People travelling to get to... The environmental impact of football is massive. Yeah, but yeah. people... If it, it would just be a sport that, like, what's the least watched sport in the world? Oh, God. Real tennis. Real tennis. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. There we yeah. go. Paddle. Ha- pa- hey, no, paddle's massive Whoa. now. Let me talk to you about paddle in a minute. Pick the wrong person to pick on a paddle. <laughs> yeah. Is paddle big? Well... Like in Kate's world. <laughs> do, you know, do you know why they wouldn't protest in, in, um, in real tennis? Because they probably all play real tennis. Oh, oh here we go. Mike's, here we go. Mike's class-based chip on his shoulder. Oh, I see. Uh, well, do you know why? Because... They're benefiting from the regime. Is that what you mean? Snooker is a working-class sport. Right, it's played in pubs and clubs and and, and and above shops. Right, there's no you don't you don't build a stadium or or, or a particular place for snooker. The world championships is, is in a theatre. It's not. It's not. You know what I mean? But surely they're doing it to oh, because it has a profile. It's on yeah, but do it, something. The, the problem isn't with snooker, is it? The problem is with. Well, then, but go and do it with some of this that that actually causes is part of the problem. Jump in front of Lewis Hamilton. I'd say snooker's part of the solution. When you're traveling to a snooker... It's not part of the solution. Snooker's part of the solution. Because when you're traveling to a snooker... (laughs) Fuck me. It's not part of the problem. I agree with you. It's not part of the solution. If you want... (laughs) I am not relying on Ding Jong Wee to solve climate change. Listen to what I'm saying. (laughs) Let's all agree... You fucking idiot. Unless it really gets on Let's agree that we need... We need leisure pursuits, okay? Let's agree. Let's agree... We, we haven't got our leisure pursuits. We can just live in a cave all our life. Fucking, you know, eat raw meat, shit ourselves and die at 20 like they used to back in the day. But I'm saying now we live in the modern world, right? It's nice to have, a, have a, an interest and a pursuit. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Can I use the corner of the cave to shit? Do what you like with it. And okay, what I'm cool. saying is, once you, once you, if you agree that we need to do something in, in our leisure time, it's nice to have a bit of competition, a bit of leisure in our lives, right? Mm. I'm saying snooker. Compared to six as I football, you got there's floodlights, there's astroturf pitches, there's there's changing yeah. rooms, there's there's mini buses, there's coaches away. Any other sport you can think of, tennis. Okay, you need, but you need a tennis court, you need floodlights. It's got to be outside. Snooker is in a pub, right? You build a snooker table out of fucking slate and wood and wool, right? It lasts for hundreds of years. If you go to a snooker game, you're going to take a cue with you in a case, right? That's all. That's 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 all your equipment in your hand there. You're right. Yeah. Right. I just don't think that the problem is with snooker, <laughs> and I don't think. That- <sighs> Snooker is is part of the solution to global climate change. Well, have some fucking brass balls. And, and <laughs> so, why are you picking on snooker for? Truth lies somewhere between these two. Things. Because it got it, it it's got on loads, the telly. It got, it, it's on the it's telly. On the BBC. Got loads of publicity. Yes, and everyone thinks they're fucking knobs. This is the point. Why was Nicholas Witchell wrestling with those lesbians on telly? <laughs> they didn't have yeah, a problem yeah, with yeah, the yeah, yeah, news. Yeah. No, 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 no. If they yeah. went to if they went to something like a nighttime Grand Prix, right? 
which is a which burns more energy in in four hours hmm. than snooker would burn in in a hundred years, right? Right. Yeah. Go and protest there. Go and go and slash yeah. the tires. And I the- wouldn't want to see them throwing themselves <clears throat> in front of those. No, I wouldn't want to see that. I'd be gruesome. Go and slash no, some tires oh in the God, pits, Kate. Be- slash some tires in the pits. <laughs> Get creative, for God's sake. The other thing about snooker that's environmentally friendly, presumably, is you're not, unlike in other sports, you're not breathing heavily when you're doing it because it's not really... Exactly. So you're not even really converting a lot of carbon (laughs) whatever. You're sipping water. Carbon whatever. (laughs) Yeah, the carbon whatevers. Isn't it? Lower carbon whatever is what we all want. It is. More of the oxygen stuff. Snooker's just a lovely, genteel sport. I agree snooker has a relatively low carbon footprint. I agree with so that. The lowest, I'd say, I, 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 would, I would posit. What if you jumped on the table? What if, Mike, yeah, you jumped on, on the table with his dust up oil T-shirt on, put a little tiny bit of the dye <laughs> stuff on the table, but held yeah. a sign that said, like, snooker is actually really quite good, but it's just got a lot of coverage. Fundamentally, I'm not against yeah, yeah. snooker. Yeah. Yeah. I do. yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Love I, don't, I don't mind snooker. Love snooker, hate climate change. As he's there throwing it, it in the air. Just go, yeah, exactly. Just have a little banner that says that. Yeah. On the back of his T-shirt, maybe. Okay. Just spin round. Just stand behind. I don't know. Do you guys have many Just Stop Oil listeners? Do you know? Perhaps we could effect change. Not now. We'll, fight, we'll see. We're about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> I get in arguments quite regularly by this sort of thing, right? Do you? <laughs> Never thought. I think I'm. I think I'm very environmentally friendly with your five cars. But, I, but they're all old cars that I've recycled, right? They're, I haven't bought new cars. I look after old cars, right? My cars are fifty years old. I don't buy a new car every two years. True. You do have to put lead into the petrol. No, no, they're unleaded, mate. All my cars are unleaded. I thought you said you had to add a leaded thing, like lead. <laughs> I just can't think of the word. With the two lead. British ones, you've got to add an additive to it, but it's not lead. But it, 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 it sort of replicates the effect of that, right? The American car. They've been unleaded since the 70s. They were, they're well ahead of us. Do you remember Occupy, who were protesting outside St. Paul's? Yes. Why are you trying to wind me up for a It's fun. Well, I just, a friend of mine went down there to meet them, and he came back, and he said, you know, it's nice to talk to them. I agreed with some of what they had to say, but for crying out loud, put a bloody shirt and tie Isn't it on. just, yeah. Stop <laughs> juggling for a, a second. tie when you're protesting. <laughs> he said, put a bloody shirt and wear a collar. Was his actual? Was what he actually said? Wear a bloody collar, and then more people will listen to you. We had Extinction Rebellion in Cardiff, shutting down the middle of town. Yeah, yeah. I remember some of your tweets. I said, "Mate, put your diabolos down and just let us get on with our lives, please." You know when they chain themselves to football posts. Yeah, yes, I like that. Oh, good to see. Do I yeah. not like that? Leave him. I love, love it. Love it. Just come and get him in like three days' time. Don't kill him. Just play around them. I think. With that stuff? Oh, yeah. Playing around. I always think that was streakers and stuff. Can you imagine Seamus Colbert <laughs> oh, taking a shot from 25 yards straight yeah. in the face? Well, no, I, I, I've always thought this was streakers. <laughs> like, streaker comes on in the cricket, <laughs> right? Yeah. Tough yes. shit. Right, silly mid-off, pal. Go on. You'll feel Yes. Good. Yeah. Oh, imagine, see, if, if, see how you feel naked there. If you're going to chain yourself to post, it's got to be a mill wall. And halftime is a free-for-all. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Now see how brave <laughs> you are. Oh. There must be other ways of doing it. Go on, bro. I don't like the man as much as the next person. <laughs> I consider myself to be broadly socialist in my, in my views. <laughs> right? <laughs> Quite broad. <laughs> National socialist. No. <laughs> oh, my. Sure. I refer you to the question about your moustache. <laughs> Who are I, you here? I've got, a, I've, got a, I've got a list of three good moustachial people here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Right, that is Kate Mason. That is part one of our Kate Mason episode for you. Uh, we will have part two of the Kate Mason episode. We'll be landing with you on Friday. I was going to say Sunday. That's when the pint size distance part arrives. Friday, part two of the Kate Mason episode will be with you. What you won't be getting is half an hour of content. So there'll be half an hour probably in between part one and part two where you'll be going, oh, they didn't do loads of clips there. That's weird. Why didn't they do loads of clips? Because some of it's behind a paywall, guys. So head to the links that are on the episode description for the Distant Pod, all right? So go to patreon.com slash distantpod. That is where you can pay. You can pay yourself four quid a month. Jump in, listen to the rest of the episode. You can sack it off after that if you want to. If you don't want to be here forever, that's perfectly fine. But if you want to listen to the full guest episodes, then you're only going to find that extra half an hour disappearing off behind a paywall. So patreon.com slash distantpod or on your Spotify search for socially distant sports bar extra. And that is where you will find extra bits of the episode. So if you listen to the Sam Warburton one the other day and went, oh man, I'd love to have heard more of Sam. You could have, and it's still there. So if you jump on the subscription platforms, you get extra content. You also get half an hour extra every week. You get the second round of clips every single week that you guys aren't getting at the moment. You don't get the ads. So if you don't like the ads, it's the best place to be, okay? (laughs) It's the only place to be if you don't like the ads. Unless you're fast-forwarding while you're out running, which is quite hard. I've tried on other podcasts. It, It doesn't work. So if you don't like listening to me banging on about I don't know, various sports drinks, various products that we're trying to sell you. If you don't like that, that's okay. We we don't mind you not doing that, but then you have to pay, okay? If you don't listen to the adverts, you have to pay. Also, make this the week that you try and push our podcast a bit bigger. Maybe you can't afford to pay for the subscription thing. That's perfectly cool. Why don't you help grow the audience a little bit for us? If you bang out a message on one of your socials, that is one of the videos that we're putting out there at the moment on social media, maybe a link to a video on our, our YouTube channel. Push that out there. Okay, that'd be really helpful for us. And that can be your little way of doing things. You might not be able to afford to do things. Things are expensive at the moment. I know, you know, heating costs have gone up massively. Inflation is ginormous. So I do get it. We all get it. Mike's not on this bit, so we, we do all get it. So help us out in other ways. If you can. All right. So part two will be with you on Friday. Please enjoy it. <laughs>